If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like playing Frisbee, working out to Sean T, and Waimanalo Beach? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Hey guys, welcome to episode number 19. 19, that means it's almost 20, which is bonkers to me. So thank you for listening. If you've listened to all of these or some of these or this is your first time, thank you. I hope that this is helping you out a little bit. I hope that you're having fun listening to these because I'm having more and more fun as I get more comfortable making them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, what did I do today? I was picking raspberries. It's July in Minnesota. My parents have this massive raspberry bush section in their yard. I am staying at the house for a few days watching the house and the dog they are away and my dad called me and he said have you picked raspberries have you picked ra-? he doesn't really sound like that but he was worried because if any of you know this as soon as they start to ripen there's like eight gajillion raspberries so you got to get out and pick them really fast so that's what I was doing today it was a lot of fun I used to pick raspberries a lot when I was a kid I'd get like a huge giant bowl of them and just stuff myself full of raspberries and luckily they're still one of my very favorite fruits so I had fun doing that probably gonna put a couple raspberries in a cocktail later and make it extra fancy but that was my summer afternoon so that was pretty cool so I'm excited for this show today because it's a really simple topic and it's one of those things that I'm excited to share because it's helped me so much in my life and my business Um, where do we find motivation when there is none So would you consider yourself a procrastinator? Like sometimes you can get into a good flow with a project or something on your big to-do list, but a lot of the time you get sucked into something else, like laundry or Netflix or a stupid phone game. Um, Maybe you hear the voice nagging at you that you should, 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 should be doing something else, but you don't. You just keep on keeping on with the thing that you don't really need to be doing. If that sounds familiar, this is the right episode for you. My embarrassing guilty pleasure, uh, besides Dungeons and Dragons, yes, I'm serious about that one. Mine is that I can fall down like a super time warp rabbit hole with stupid phone games, like random RPG or Candy Crush, or my super favorite from years ago that I haven't played in a long, long time, Plants versus Zombies. Yeah, phone games, embarrassing. Um, I wouldn't call myself a gamer at 
all, but I find that with a healthy, like once in a while usage, these really silly games, they like oddly calm my mind and help me to think more clearly if I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I'll get really overwhelmed and I'll just be like solitaire. Um, so for some people, they they think more clearly if they're in the shower or right before bed. But um, And that works for me sometimes too, but the game works the same way. You don't really have to think a whole lot if it's the right game and... It's sort of like the tuning stuff out a la watching TV while still being a little engaged that makes the games really appealing for me. So sometimes uh, if the balance gets tipped too far, I get super sucked in and I lose time. I start to feel guilty. The peace of mind a few minutes on a game is supposed to help me with has now turned into 30 plus minutes. And now my little nagging mind voice thing is getting on my case. And once that happens, it's over. The game no longer serves the purpose it was intended to serve. And instead of like this window of enjoyment, I'm feeling super poopy. Plus, I've let a window of time slip by where I could have edited a photo session or recorded a podcast. I don't know. So it's like deciding to eat pizza when you're also pretty health conscious. But you, well, maybe I'm still talking about me, love pizza. You are active today. You've been eating well and you enjoy the hell out of a couple of slices and that's fine. But there's that balance thing again. You decide to have a third or a fourth. And then there's that naggy mind voice berating you instead of the joyful voice that uh, you had going on with the first piece. So my point here is balance. Maintaining a healthy balance in life, it allows you to enjoy yourself and it allows you to push yourself without going overboard. So it's not easy, obviously. People talk about this all the time, but if you have a hard time staying focused and on task, this might be interesting stuff for you. So what do you do if you keep putting off the things you should be doing and instead being really lax about the things that are keeping you from doing them? Like phone games if you should be working or extra pizza for lunch if you're planning to work out that evening. So I think we have this amazing capacity to talk ourselves straight out of what we originally intended as like the best way forward and then we just sabotage ourselves so I can work later. I'll skip today's workout and start fresh tomorrow. So does that sound familiar to anyone? The longer we give to the hedonistic tendencies, the farther we are from the motivation to do stuff, right? So even with a super great work plan or a super great workout plan or whatever it is, it's like the motivation shrinks to this teeny tiny whisper. And before you know it, you're annoyed by work and you're a few pounds rounder because the healthy balance and motivation were just nowhere to be found. So it's so easy to fall into the abyss, no matter what area of life we're talking about. But some part of us wants to be balanced and wants to be on track, right? So where then do we find the motivation to go for the run or sit down to write the 10 blog posts that are late? Where do we find motivation when there is none? So check it out. There's a book you might have heard about by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Pretty subtle, right? Despite its harsh in-your-face style, there are some gems in this book, you guys. My favorite total life changer for me is this. Action isn't just the effect of motivation. It is also the cause of it. Pause here, please. Just think about that for a minute. Or I'll just pause for you. I'll read it again. Action isn't just the effect of motivation. It's also the cause of it. So you're smart people. You get where I'm going here. We have this strange addiction to motivation as the thing that causes us to act. To clean out the garage, to go for that run, to write that email. Somewhere we wait and we wait for the motivation 
to, I don't know, give us permission almost to act, right? So it's like we're wildly crafty at talking ourselves out of almost anything good. And if there's no whiff of motivation to be found, forget it. We're not going to do it. But let's think about this again. So you guys know I'm a huge proponent of the power of perspective and how the way you look at something can completely change your life, blah, blah, blah. So here's the quote again. Action isn't just the effect of motivation. It is also the cause of it. So don't wait for the motivation. If you're waiting and waiting for it to strike, flip it on its head and create, create your own damn motivation. So how? The answer's in the quote, hint, hint, action. You know what I'm talking about. Once you put the running shoes on and get outside, so often it's enjoyable. Once you sit down and start writing, so often you get lost in it. Once you pick up the guitar, start cooking the long, slow meal, weeding the garden, you catch this whisper of motivation and then maybe a wave or even two. So even though we're all standing around like idiots waiting for the motivation to suddenly arrive, it's the action. It's the doing. It's the getting up. It's the going where we actually attract the motivation. Just do it was the Nike thing, but it's actually really, really smart and apt. Just do the thing, even if you don't feel like it, and you probably will start to feel like it. So that project you've been putting off, whatever it is, like just start it. Just do it. Just make a start. So action isn't just the effect of motivation. It is also the cause of it. I hope this helps you. I made this episode because this helped me tremendously. It helps me every day. Every day I don't feel like going for a run or every day I don't feel like sitting down and planning out five podcast episodes. Whatever it is, if it's important to me, I know that if I sit down and do it, that the action of doing it will motivate me even more to do it more. And this works even better with things that like you've been putting off for a while. It feels really good to like shift up your routine and start something new. So if you've been wanting to like learn how to knit, like go get the knitting needles and sit down with them. And and in that action, I think you'll find that you want to pick them up again and again and again um, over the next few days. I actually really love to hear how this episode or any others strike you. Join us in the join us in the Facebook group where um, we have a small community that's growing and the conversation is always open. So As always, the group's not just for photographers, but any creatives wanting to grow in business. So if you just head to Facebook and search Photo Business Help with Natalie Jennings, I would love to hear your voice in the group. I'd love to hear if this or any other episodes really helped you out. Uh, That kind of stuff helps me make better episodes. So join us in the group. That's on Facebook, Photo Business Help with Natalie Jennings. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. Uh, Until next time, peace. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you enjoyed the show, a quick reminder to head to Jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a review for this episode. iTunes is still the biggest player when it comes to reviews and podcasts getting found. So if this is helping you out, if you like it, head on over to Jennings.photo forward slash review and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. We'll be back very soon.